Welcome to Throwback Misadventures with Josh and Noel. We're diving deep into the bowels of Disney Channel original movies to bring you a special episode where we discuss five of their biggest misfires. We're calling this our disappointing decom dump. We're going to be talking about the following films. Horse Sense's Ugly Stepsister, Ready to Run. 90 Minutes of Hawaiian Background Noise, Rip Girls. Disney's Guide to Murder, starring banana enthusiast Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Disney's Benjamin Button contract fulfillment for Taj Mowry, The Poop Point. <laughs> and possibly one of the most dull films of all time, 2001's The Jenny Project. Happy 20th birthday to the most boring depiction of Alex D. Lenz and his chimp that you could possibly imagine. So first, why don't we talk about uh, why we selected these five movies in particular? Um, Noel, do you have <laughs> do you have anything you want to say in defense of any of these films before we uh, rip girl into them? Nice. Um, I think you're very mean, and I think <laughs> you're you've, you've been drinking the haterade because. So we chose five that were just very low on our rankings, you know the decom duds, um, and I don't think we agree of the five that we chose i think there's two that like are, are higher up for me and you're just like no you're not feeling it and i like two of them now when, when you use the term like do you mean like you, you genuinely think that they're good movies or do you just are you just entertained by them i mean okay so you lucky dog and rip girls i've seen them like double digits amounts of times like i've, I've been watching them for years and maybe they were better through a child's eyes but like i would still like put them on and watch them now like <laughs> yeah i guess it's an important aside to, to mention that um we've only watched up until double teamed in terms of uh all the decoms so these are just the these are just the ones that stuck out to me as as the worst as the bottom of the barrel but again it's a uh, it's all a matter of opinion and ironically these five are all ones that i had never seen before so it's not these aren't ones that i had ever watched more than once or even once at all so so like chronologically these are the duds that we've encountered so far so like from the first i think you lucky dog is one of the first decoms you can kind of see like as we went on we were like okay this one i'm not really feeling it and that's why we we knew that we couldn't dedicate an entire show to you know the jenny project because they couldn't even dedicate an entire 90 minutes to a plot. <laughs> that's that's really great. That's also a, a good uh, transition to go into our first movie, You Lucky Dog. How <laughs> is um, that a transition for dog You Lucky Psychic. Dog? You Lucky Dog has a plot. You're such a hater. <laughs> what do you want to say about, uh, about You Lucky Dog? Okay. So I think Disney was still trying to find itself at this point, And Kirk Cameron at the time was still mildly sane and a, a Disney commodity because, you know, we had Zook Disney at the time and Growing Pains was rerunning everywhere. You know, that was part of like the Disney Channel afternoon, which, you know, Growing Pains had an amazing theme song and I think it traumatized me throughout my youth. So it probably made sense for them to be like, you know what? We've got this movie that's about a legit murder. And it has guns in it. So we're going to have Kirk Cameron play a dog psychic and run around emulating a dog. <laughs> because why not? Like, And he was like, you know what? This is going to get me my Oscar. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm sure he was very upset that year that uh, he wasn't nominated among the, among the most prestigious people in his industry. Um, 
I mean, I, I can't imagine what was going through his head when they were filming the scene where he digs up the bone in the yard and was completely covered in mud. Um, but I'm sure he had fun. I didn't have fun, but I'm sure he had fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for those of you who don't aren't familiar with the plot, it's about Kirk Cameron, who is a psychic to dogs, but only certain dogs. You know, he meets this old guy who has millions of dollars and he's got a dog. For whatever reason, he can read this dog's mind. Old guy turns up dead. Old guy realizes dog and Kirk Cameron have a connection. So he leaves him all his millions. And uh, Kirk Cameron uses it to go on a shopping spree at Petco and in the mall. And he buys like 20 couches and a bunch of meat. And it's, it's, it's strange, but and then there's a murder. And there's guns. So the Disney Channel had guns. You know, they would never do that now. They'd be all about they'd have like a Disney Channel original movie about gun control. <laughs> I will say the uh the dog in this movie I found to be really cute. But um I barely remember there even being a murder. That's 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 sad. It's it's so foggy in my <laughs> memory that all I'm thinking of is uh Kurt Cameron embodying a dog. That's that's all every time I think about this movie, that's all I can picture is is him in mud. I would compare this movie, you're going to get very angry with me. I would compare it to Home Alone 3 in terms of like the villains and the plot. Like it's not terrible, but it's kind of like a goofy family movie about villains. And basically the old guy's nieces and nephews murder him to get his money. Um, So they try to murder Kirk Cameron and the dog. Number one, how dare you? No. (laughs) Um. (laughs) I love Home Alone three, even though it's it's not the best. But I wouldn't classify this th- this along with that. It, it is the second, only the second Disney Channel original movie, so I'll give them some some leeway. But I just don't think that a uh, a dog psychic was really the most um, the most interesting plot they could have come up with. I think they could have come up with something a little bit less ridiculous in terms of like hijinks. I guess. I mean, it had a pretty decent 90s cast. I mean, besides Kirk and his uh, his wife, it had James Avery from The Fresh Prince. It had Christine Cavanaugh, who was Chucky Finster, um, and Babe. She was Babe. It had Taylor Negron. Wait, is she the Chucky that died? So, yes, she's the Chucky oh. that died. R.I.P. OG Chucky that is seemingly a race now. It's very sad. I'm sorry. I think we've watched worse movies about a dog. But... You know, this is really before Kirk Cameron became as problematic as he is, if that makes sense. Yeah, before he became like an uber religious, um, religious, religious person. That's religious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In that vein, how come Candace Cameron gets a pass? I mean, they're brother and sister. They're in, you know, same kind of cult. You can cut that. (laughs) (laughs) i think it's because she knows how to play the hollywood game a bit more maybe she's a bit more well-spoken she's not going on youtube telling gays that they're gonna die and go to hell and you know what i mean like yeah that's always fun who doesn't love to hear that yeah (laughs) um are there any other last things you want to say about you lucky dog before we move on to uh poof point well i had a question you know one i think one of the reasons why i liked this movie as a child just like i guess being poor and having OCD, I loved the shopping spree scene where he just spent millions getting whatever him and the dog wanted in the mall. 
you know, and I've never seen a PECO that stocked, by the way. My PECO was always empty and a dump. But I wanted to ask you, because it kind of reminded me of like the Toys R Us toy run as a kid where you got to like take the cart and put whatever you you could reach into it in like 90 seconds or whatever it was. Yeah. So if you could go on like a shopping spree like that through a store, what, where would you go? Like if money was no object and you had like a certain amount of time, you could just get whatever you wanted. Where would you go? It would be Blockbuster. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's kaput. Um, it would probably be something like maybe like FYE or like um, uh, Hot Topic. Probably I could really spend a lot of money in Hot Topic. Although I don't, I don't see me going on a spree in a store that's small. It would have to be like a big store. So yeah, I don't know that I have an answer. What, what's what's your answer? I was thinking the same. I mean, if I could pick anything, I'd love to go back in time to the 90s when Toys R Us was at its prime and really go to town and just get whatever I wanted and, and actually do the Toys R Us tour run. I never had one of those, like, you know, the Barbie Jeeps. So I'd love to have one of those, even though it's really not practical right now as an adult. But <laughs> Oh, my God. I had one of I had one of like the, the boy ones What that was like camouflage. Like a Jurassic Park Jeep. It wasn't Jurassic Park, but it was like a camouflage looking thing. I don't remember what the hell the brand was, but it was definitely from Toys R Us. Maybe like a furniture store. I mean, like, that's so like, I feel like so old now that my dream would be to go through like a furniture store and get whatever like sectional or couch or whatever, because I am still poor. So not much has changed. How about like Ashley Furniture? That, that That's usually has some yeah. pretty, uh, pretty legit stuff in there. <laughs> I know you really hate this movie, but fun fact, <laughs> it actually was nominated for an Emmy, a primetime Emmy, and I want to blow your minds with that one. <gasps> <laughs> Insert the gay gasp here. That is really shocking. I, I, I can't believe. Yeah. I can't believe that um, this movie is, is an Emmy nominee. I, I, I don't know how to react to that. I guess, to be fair, it wasn't nominated for, like, the plot. It was nominated for the music and lyrics, but... Yes, but still, that's, like... <laughs> it has that's, like, song. Mulan was nominated... The new Mulan was nominated for its costumes at the Oscars. So now if I'm mentioning that movie, I have to be, like, Oscar nominee Mulan. That movie was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that point, we can move on to uh, Poof Point and its wonderful paint-by-numbers poster. <laughs> remember the poster <laughs> um this was uh this was something um it's it, it's parents aging backwards as their mental state devolves and they get younger through some weird experiment and um i i, I don't really know how to react to this it was it was probably the worst disney channel movie <laughs> just on like a a technical standpoint from purely a technical standpoint i think this is is probably easily the worst one i feel like it could have been better could have been better and Taj Mahari certainly deserved better you know I feel like they were kind of setting him up to have like a pretty great Disney career because like Kirk Cameron he was gaining a lot of notoriety on the Disney Channel with Smart Guy in the reruns and I feel like they were like oh you know let's fulfill his contract and give him a bunch of decoms but they gave him like the literal worst bottom of the barrel barely had a plot f for effort choices that they had and the proof point i guess could have been good it just wasn't yeah where did they find the script i, I mean they made a movie they made genius which is you know there's a oh. there's an experimentation element in that and that's a lot better than this 
<laughs> and the other me, that's that's also kind of like there's an experiment angle to it, and that's also way better than this. <laughs> I love both of those movies. The acting, uh, especially during the baby stage with the parents, was uh was really, oh yeah, really cringy, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, cringy and anxiety-inducing are what I would use to describe this movie. It's just when you know there's like a countdown the whole time, it, it takes you out and it just makes you anxious because you know they're not going to be successful and it just wasn't. It's it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Agreed. It was awful. So, uh, Noel, you want to share a story about meeting Taj? Yes, and I do think he's a nice guy who deserves better. He's very talented, because, and I'm glad that he kind of got a better chance to shine in his career when he had baby daddy on ABC family back when ABC family wasn't trash. Um, and I did meet him fun fact at the ABC family winter wonderland event. And they were, it was the entire cast of baby daddy. They were promoting, I guess the new season. And I was so nervous because I had grown up watching smart guy, of course. And I was like, Oh my God, he's right there. And I'm next. And I'm holding my microphone. I'm standing in front of the camera and I'm all excited. And then this bitch, (laughs) I don't know who she was. I wish I did. Literally climbed over the press barricade and stood in front of me and my camera so that she could get him first and cut us off completely. And so I didn't get to interview them at all. And I was so upset. And then they kind of like, you know how like they'll rush you, you know, they rush the talent through. So I knew I was like, you know what? This was like the one time that I was like, let me be aggressive here. And I, I literally me and my assistant packed up all our stuff, the camera, the tripod, our papers, our bags. And I ran to the end of the press line and I set up a new, <laughs> a new like press point. And I made sure to like interview him again. And he's the one that came over. He was like, girl, that girl, she like got in front of you. And I was like, what? And he was like, <laughs> he was like trying to say that she was a being, like, she was like a bitch basically. And, you know, in that moment I knew we were we were, you know, on the same wavelength. And he was just really nice. We joked about Smart Guy. We joked about the theme song. We sang it a bit. I think there's a video of this whole encounter somewhere on YouTube. Did you talk about Poof Point? <laughs> I wish I had Poof Pointed that whole story because I said that. That was kind of like a long story. I'm sorry, but he did not. No, that that was a perfectly a perfect length story because we wouldn't have been able to talk about that movie for longer than like five minutes. So I'm... That, that was the perfect length of story. It's a great anecdote to me just because I'm a very, as you know, I'm not an aggressive person. And if something bad happens to me, I just kind of take it and, I'm, and I'll sulk about it and I won't stand up for myself. But I was just so annoyed at how brazen this girl was disrespecting those of us that were, you know, working hard in that line. And I actually like picked up my stuff and I was like, I will not accept this. I want to meet Taj Mahari. I'm going to pick up all my stuff. And also I wanted to meet Jean-Luc because I loved Kyle XY. <laughs> so I was really excited. Oh my God. RIP to the best ABC family show that was consistent throughout the show. I'm like, <laughs> literally yeah. all the other ones. <laughs> so speaking of RIP, do you want to talk about Rip Girls? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. So as Josh likes to say, this movie is a Hawaiian snooze, and Rip Girls features Jurassic Park 2 Lost World star Camilla Bell, a.k.a. the little girl that got eaten by compies. I, mean, I don't think she died, but I'm sure enough damage was done. 
I messed up when I was little. I like to pretend in that part that she did die, and then when when it's like hinted at that she didn't die later in the movie, I was like, well, that's just that just diminishes the whole beginning of the movie. Now I'm not as scared because she didn't even die. Now you're like, you know what? If Compies wanted to chew me up and chew some of my limbs, it's fine because I'm not going to face any consequences. Yeah, I'll just be okay. I'll be mysteriously okay halfway into the movie. Like, okay, thanks, but no thanks. I thought Camilla in this movie was was cute, but she was kind of bland. It, just everything about this movie was kind of bland to me. The visuals were dull. the The plot was kind of aimless. It it was it was a cute setup, but it didn't really go anywhere. And the only thing that I really re- remember detail wise about this movie is that uh, she inherits a plantation. See, I feel like the scenery and the visuals are the only thing <laughs> redeeming this movie. Like, I feel like I've seen it a ton, and maybe the reason I like it is because I'm so fascinated and I find Hawaiian, Hawaiian culture and the scenery calming. I mean, the story, like you said, it's about there's a dead parent. It's a Disney movie. You got to have a dead parent. Um, but it's very slow. I feel like it's not as slow in my memory. You know what I mean? Like, this is a great example of like a movie you're excited to watch with your friends that you like. And then as soon as you watch it with someone, all of a sudden you notice everything wrong with it. And it's like you you have to hold it to a higher standard when you have someone else watching it at your recommendation, if that makes sense. And I feel like this kind of as soon as I had you watching with me, I was like, oh, wow, I guess this really does kind of stink. It's slow. Not much is happening. What made me angry about this movie is they tried to make, like, the local kids the heroes of the movie because they were trying to, like, convince Camilla Bell not to sell and take home the millions of dollars for the plantation or whatever it is, like, her mom's property. And honestly, I feel like they were, like, using her the whole movie. I feel like they weren't even, like, really her friends. Like, honestly, they were they were doing what they had to do to get what they wanted. So, like, if I was her, I would have taken the money. Like, you got to start, you got to think about you. I would have taken the millions and been, like... I was thinking the whole time, like, am I supposed to feel conflicted here? Because if that was me, I would have just taken the money and run. Like, that's it. Yeah, I would have asked for more. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I feel like they were trying to lowball her. So, I mean, you want to build an entire resort? Two million isn't going to cut it. You know, I mean, that could have been Disney buying for Alani, for all I know. You're going to pay me a little more than that. (laughs) I mean, she's never going to see these kids again. You do you, honey. Uh, for some reason, I thought this was going to be like a, like a surfing movie. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it's the misleading poster. Um, I guess it should have been, but I guess we already had Johnny Tsunami, which is yeah far superior Hawaiian movie. I guess we should have called this Johnny Tsunami's Ugly Stepsister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's like they did this same kind of. I mean, it's it's not the even the same concept, just the same like. Uh, what would you call it? Just the same like area as as Johnny Tsunami, but Johnny Tsunami did everything that this movie did way better. I feel like I wanted Johnny Tsunami to take place in Hawaii more, so maybe they felt that they had that opportunity there because there are parts of this movie where they can explore the culture, and they do, and they can like kind of teach kids a little bit about that while they're watching, which Disney loves to do, you know. And that's fine, and I enjoyed that, but it, it was kind of a miss. It didn't work as well as it could have so i think the failure of this movie is why disney built alani resort they were like you know what we got to do better for the hawaiian nation it's not a nation it's a state (laughs) cut that out (laughs) we got to do better for hawaii (laughs) r.i.p to this awful movie yeah speaking of vibes (laughs) 
I got a bit of a vibe from that, from the girl that was like her friend. <laughs> Should we talk? About I was getting a vibe too, but nothing happened. Obviously, I mean it's yeah. it's Disney Channel, but the movie would have been better if it did. Yeah, <laughs> it it would have spruced it up. This this movie just had no pace. Like there was there was no like excitement. Like I didn't feel. I didn't feel any excitement watching it. Like, oh my god, I'm I, I love this storyline, or oh my god, like she's so cute, or it, it just there was nothing there to like bite into. I feel like when we watched it, we said that it was missing like the central conflict. Like I feel like they were trying to tell it to us, but it just didn't. It wasn't really there. Like I didn't feel bad for them. I didn't, you know, there was just like you said, it was just missing something. Speaking of missing something, um, re- ready to run. That that one was uh, that one was missing quite a lot. You want to go into that? <laughs> I can't remember this movie at all, and I have seen it several times. The best part of this movie is that Jason Doring is really cute. Um, that's all I recall. And I think Sinbad is in it. I forgot about that. This movie it's about a girl who inherits the ability to talk to horses in her mind or something. And then she wants to be a jockey. And they're like, you can't be a jockey. You're a girl. And Disney was like, we'll show you. <laughs> and they didn't. Was was this not titled Horse Sense because the name was already taken? Like, <laughs> I, I, it it's literally should have been called Horse Sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. Like, the Horse Sense is her talking to horses. That's, you're right. And I feel like Ready to Run would have been really good for the for horse Yeah, sense. they should have flipped the titles. He's, he's ready to run life or whatever yeah um i also had a note too about jason doring and and that he was cute and a a pretty good love interest so clearly you can see where our priorities were when we watched this movie i i also wrote down generic bland and forgettable so which you know it is i i can't remember much about this except that jason doring burns his hands and he listens to music on a walkman that's really all i remember and i've seen this several times like i said I remember it being better. I feel like maybe my standards as a child were very low. Not that my standards are high now, but I guess they're <laughs> higher than ready to run. One of the horses is Sinbad. It's not the lead horse. Um, Who is the voice of the, the horse? Paul Rodriguez. Yes. Yes. You're right. Um, yes. hmm, okay. Not ringing a bell, but it's okay. <laughs> they tried. I'll give I'll give them that they there was more effort put into Ready to Run than the other movies on this list, in my opinion. No, it's okay. We can move on from a from Ready to Run to an equally boring nothing decom, The Jenny Project. We I don't think we can put them in the same category because at least Ready to Run had a plot and was vaguely in the shape of a movie. Like The Jenny Project was one of the most bizarre experiences I've ever had watching a movie. I I hesitate to even call this a movie. It had like none of the basic foundation and none of the basic foundational elements of a movie. Like it was just kind of floating dialogue and scenery, whatever you could call that, that made no sense whatsoever. Was this based on a true story because they didn't, they did them dirty. I think this was based on a true story, but, but yeah, forget even feeling like, um, like a decom, because, you know, most decoms have, like, a certain style, but this doesn't even feel like a movie. It just feels, it almost is, like, a, like, a lifetime special type thing. Like, just a, just a brief, not even, you know, skimming the surface kind of true story adaptation that is, is very, it, it just is nothing. There's, there's no conflict. There's no point. 
it it's it's just a mess it's 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 nothingness it's it's truly bizarre and i can only assume that disney is entirely embarrassed by it because you cannot find this movie anywhere it's like it's been completely wiped from existence and we had a really rough time finding it i can't even remember how we found it but it was really hard to watch and honestly all that effort was not worth it yeah, I, I think it might have been on YouTube or something that we found it, but we were both kind of excited to watch it because I actually really like um, Alex D. Lenz. I, I liked him in Home Alone 3. I loved him in Max Keeble's Big Move. And um, I was excited to see him with a chimp. I mean, come on. that's That sounds like a cute little recipe for some for some decom fun. But there's no fun. Yeah, this movie is not fun. There's no fun in this movie. I mean, chimps were very trendy in the 90s. So I was like, how bad can this be? You know, and it was one of the only DCOMs like up to that point that I had never seen because I think I had seen all of the ones before that. So I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch like a DCOM from that time period that I haven't seen before. And it had the dad from Stepsister from Planet Weird. It had Alex D. Linz, like you said. So I was like, oh, it's going to be great. And it's going to be interesting because it's about like a true story about a, a monkey that does sign language or something, which again was also very trendy in the 90s. But I, I, I'm pretty sure our souls left our body halfway through this. And like, we were just catatonic <laughs> watching this movie that just, I don't know how to explain this, but if you ever get the opportunity to watch it, I really truly think you'll know what we mean. Yeah. It, it, it was baffling. Like I, I, I don't know what baffling I expected, but word. I didn't expect literally nothing. I mean, <laughs> the chimp is barely even in the movie. <laughs> Jenny's barely in the Jenny project. <laughs> You're letting Jenny down. This this is random, but have you ever seen MVP, Most Valuable Primate? Probably, like in the 90s, but not like recently where I would actually remember the plot. But there again, there were a lot of movies like that when we were children. Yeah, and in that one, there's also like, um, you know, an experiment and uh, communicating through sign language with the primate. And he joins, um, <laughs> he joins like a, a local hockey team. So it has that whole, that like competition kind of element to it. And it legit feels more like a decom than the Jenny project feels like a decom. Like why, why is this a Disney channel original movie? There's so many good, like, like you said, primate movies of the nineties. I feel like wasn't there like Dunstan checks in, there was born to be wild, a lot of gorilla movies, you know, and we just had the one and only Ivan, which was much better than this. So total miss for disney in terms of decoms there are so many good ones from that time period but this one wasn't it yeah even though i think um i think poop point is the worst from like a technical level i think altogether like this this movie is is so nothing that it, it's i can't recommend anyone to watch it <laughs> like nothing happened yeah. in it <laughs> on our rankings right now it's completely at the very bottom it's the absolute absolute last place for me and i don't anticipate anything dethroning it i mean i haven't watched camp rock yet so i mean the night is young but <laughs> how dare you <laughs> <laughs> right now it's it's sitting comfortably in last place yes of the five though i don't know i do know it's in last place yeah same for me though it's it's sitting last place for me too um but i, I think that's a a good segue into you know a lightning round of ratings for all five of these movies um well, uh, you lucky dog, I would give... Um, How dare you? I know. 
oh, we're going to rank it out of 10? Yes. Or just rank <laughs> this, this out of, like, the five? Like, which one is the worst? I think we're going to rank them out of 10. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I don't think I can do that because they're, they're – I don't think I can do that. <laughs> All right, so you... – I thought we were going to rank, like, you know, the top five of these shitty – we we can still do that too. So I'll uh I'll I'll give you my uh. We we have to pick like an item, like how many chunks? Like we have to pick something. Well, I know for you, lucky dog, it's bones. That one's easy. Oh, okay. So each movie gets the okay. I feel, I I think so. Um... Unless you wanted to give him like pieces of poop each movie. <laughs> <laughs> how many poop emojis? Um, you lucky dog gets gets a three a nice a nice solid three bones out of ten. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to give it seven bones. I'm sorry. May- I was going to maybe do 6.5, but I think from a nostalgia point, I'm going to give it seven because at least it had a plot and I used to watch this all the time. So I'm going to give it seven bones. Yeah, that's that's generous. Controversial. Um, Poof point. Uh, what are we giving that? Baby bottles? <laughs> two, two poofs. <laughs> two <laughs> Um, it's like, it's like a one, a, a solid one and a half poops. <laughs> Done. <laughs> okay. I think I'm just more generous. I'm, I don't want to be mean. Yeah. I, I think we've gone past the point of mean. So, uh, what, what do you give Rip Girls? Mm, 6.5 surfboards. <laughs> I was going to do waves, but. <laughs> I was thinking surfboards too. Um, I, I, I do, I do two, two surfboards. <laughs> 6.2? Oh my god. I was going to do 6.5 layered tanks that she wears instead of a bathing suit into the ocean. Um, <laughs> Ready to run. How many... Uh, I, I don't even know with that one. How many... I how... When I think of ready to run, I think of headphones. Because she puts headphones on like the horse. Oh yeah, that was... How many Walkmans are you giving this? That was actually <laughs> cute. Um, <laughs> either, either one and a half or two i feel like it's i feel like it's got to be two oh because god. it's at least better than poop point oh my god i already forgot how many i gave i gave it yeah you poops, gave it two right? poops i gave it oh, one and a half poops bad. i'm gonna give it 5.5 what, what did we say headphones i don't know headphones yeah um and uh and the jenny project i give it a i give it nothing out of nothing because it doesn't even it doesn't even have a a anything yeah <laughs> zero yeah zero it's not even a movie we're so nice it has a nothing so it gets a nothing rating <laughs> it gets an f in sign language that's what it gets how do you say nothing in sign language <laughs> that's what this movie gets okay so of the five do you have an order of like do from best to worst and it's gonna be dramatically different yeah picking out a <laughs> oh my god picking out a, a a best and a worst here is um it's like I, I i don't know what to even describe it to it's it's something else uh, <laughs> i'm ready to go i've got mine i'm ready to run <laughs> yeah, you're ready to run uh so best um it's you lucky dog it's gonna be you lucky dog at number one of the five yeah, you, I, I guess I would say you lucky. If I was held at gunpoint, I would say you lucky dog, and then, <laughs> and then I would say um, probably ready to run, and then rip girls, then poof point, 
and then the Jenny project is is just is just a no <laughs> in last place. Yeah, for me, I'm gonna go number one is You Lucky Dog, then Rip Girls because I again I've seen that a ton of times, so I obviously enjoy watching it, and then Ready to Run, Poof Point, and the Nothing Project at the bottom. <laughs> the Nothing Project. Nothing. <laughs> perks of being a wallflower. <laughs> the other DCOMs walk past this movie and they just go, hi, nothing. <laughs> hi, nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think when it comes to DCOMs, we just have, or at least I just have, uh, somewhat high standards because there really are some like genuinely great movies out of this lineup. I love Halloween Town and I can watch that a million times and never never get bored with that same with high school musical same with luck of the irish like there's so many great ones that when you have something that's glaringly as nothing as the jenny project it it just like it hits you hard because you're like i know what you, i disney i know what you have in you and you did not deliver what you have in you <laughs> <laughs> i know it's 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 almost like you hold Disney to a higher standard where they're not allowed to make mistakes, similar to how everybody thought Pixar had never had a flop and they all thought that it was the good dinosaur. And I think even Pixar released a statement. They're like, well, you know what? We've never had a flop before, so we're allowed to have one. And I remember just being like, it was not the good dinosaur. That movie is underrated. If anything, I'm going to hate on cars, which I've never even seen, but how dare you? Yeah, I like cars, but it's, nowhere near as good of a movie as the good dinosaur that is so underrated and i'm not really sure why anybody doesn't like that i mean i just can't watch it because it's sad but it was good when i when i watched it are are there any ones that you're looking forward to um to revisiting a lot uh going forward like any any decoms that you and i have not watched together yet yeah that we haven't gotten to yet i'm excited for you to watch double team that's next on our list i'm excited for you to to get angry with me and watch that because that movie makes me angry but i love it i'm excited to get double team too i've never been <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that out <laughs> i'm not cutting it out um, um let's see what's coming up let me look i'm looking forward to watching hi both high school musical and camp rock with you just because i i'm dying to see what your reaction is going to be to both of them probably nausea and disgust the level of gay in High School Musical, though, I, I don't see you not liking it. I, I mean, <laughs> I that sounds accurate, but like if I had one of those like metal detectors, but it was detecting gay, like it would just explode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would happen to you either way. <laughs> accurate. Have you seen Cadet Kelly? That's coming up as well. I I have seen Cadet Kelly, but um. It's not one of my favorite ones. I've, I probably only have seen it like once or twice. I don't think I've seen it a bunch. I mean, True Confessions was like the number one that I wanted you to watch and you loved it. Have we done a show on that yet? No, we haven't. I think that's still my number one. Yeah. <laughs> and I cried. It sits comfortably up there. I was not expecting that to make me cry. It, it, it hit me hard. Um, is there any, any other things you want to add before uh, we talk about what we're going to cover for the next episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've said uh, pretty much all that we need to say and all of nothing that we need to say about uh, the Jenny Project. Yeah. So um, going from there, our next episode, we're going to tackle the first three Shrek movies. Um, and then the week after that, we're going to do 
the final chapter, Puss in Boots and the Shrek musical. Are we? So I am very <laughs> excited about those. I love that series. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> you know when, that, when there's that big awkward silence and they won't leave? <laughs> um, what's a good way to uh, say goodbye? Oh, wait. Aloha, right? Yes. Aloha is how you say goodbye in Hawaiian. I think that's really weird, though, because how do you know if someone's saying hi or if they're saying bye? Like, why does it why does goodbye and hello mean the same thing? You probably know based on the direction they're walking. <laughs> <laughs> Aloha. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Throwback Misadventures. Please consider liking, subscribing, and following us on social media and all your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. You can find us at Pod Misadventure on Twitter and Instagram, Throwback Misadventures on Facebook and YouTube, or keep it throwback and send us an email, podmisadventure at gmail.com. See you soon!